Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. It is February 17th, 2021. It's the AEW NXT review here on Fightful. We will be joined by Alex Pawlowski imminently. But right now we're joined by Robert DeFelice. Robert, how you doing? Doing pretty good. How are you, Sean? I'm wonderful. Wait, waiting on Alex to, uh, I don't know, effectively uh, have his his camera set up all that good stuff but you know what i think we can hold down the fort i think we can i i, I, we can. I as we got on here I, we were we were kind of talking about things and as i look at it i was like okay combined i was like okay night but i mean there are definitely some things that i think will run into the ground but how are you looking at, at things after covering this evening i think this was a strong week to reset as we get into the bigger weeks of March 3rd and then Revolution on the 7th, this was a good restart week. It was, and um, it looks like Alex Palowski has restarted his computer. I don't see his camera, but you know what? Oh, there we are. Bam. Look at that. Look at that. And now I don't know how to. There we go. Beautiful. Oh, there you go. Alex Palowski has joined us, the host of Sour Graphs. Alex, how are you? I'm in a sour mood. My damn computer decided not to recognize I had a camera and a microphone. Well, your uh, your StreamYard needs to recognize that your microphone is actually your microphone. So please go over to your audio All settings, right. set that up accordingly. We're going to open up by talking about AEW Dynamite. Matt Hardy and Adam Hangman Page defeated the Hybrid 2. After this match, Hangman Page revealed that he had pulled the old switcheroo on the contracts, which I, I really loved. And the contract swindled Matt Hardy. He carnied Matt Hardy. And they put a little something up there. And as they built towards the direction of this, Alex, I was like, a Matt Hardy hangman page pay-per-view match. And I was like, well, wait a second. They're, they're very clearly building towards a future Omega page match. Like that's going to be the future, like way, way down the line. Like I, you can see it coming from a mile away and it's an okay thing. So I don't have a problem with this. I think that it should be 
either smoke and mirrors or or short, but how do you feel about Matt Hardy and Hangman Page going at the pay-per-view? I mean, it, it's fun. There's there, there's a there's a fun little stipulation with it. Whoever wins gets the other's first quarter earnings. I, I love just it. love how how wonderfully business carny it is that it's not like, you know, a specific amount. It's my earnings from the first quarter of 2021. Um, so I, I appreciated that. I, I liked uh, private party uh, Cassidy in the Jags costume there to yes. to, to, to to jump uh, Adam Page no matter what. Like like he that, was that's, out. That's was what out that's there. one of the things I liked is Matt Hardy wasn't dumb. He watched the show back. He saw yeah. that it got switched on him. Yeah. So um, I mean that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I like I like that too. I thought that was good. I mean, I I feel like this is a way to get um, not only Page and Hardy on the card, but also basically Dark Order. They're going to have something to do with it, and you can get Brody Junior in there. I think like like the thing to me that that, that I th- I agree with you. Eventually, Page versus Omega, but that may be a ways off. Yes, and in the meantime, Brody Junior coming in and saying, "I choose you, my father." chose you through me you are the leader of the dark order how's adam page gonna say no to that i don't know how long that would last but you got to do it at some point that's what i think that like uh, that's how i think it should happen even if he's not the leader so to speak like i can just imagine brody lee like like little brody lee handing him a roll of papers (laughs) oh and just being like these are yours now when bro when negative one waved out dark order yes that was oh my god i was getting emotional watching it yeah i was like this is incredible i love the carny aspect and they i wasn't sold on this and then they sold me on it tonight Mm -hmm. and that's that's what this show is supposed to do it's supposed to sell you on things that maybe you're not that sure of and i thought this was fantastic uh guys i have not mentioned leave a thumbs up it really helps donate a super chat that really helps And subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We broke news today of the NXT Evolve show that has been filmed. You'll want to go over there and check that out. We're breaking news all the time. How about a Bo Dallas update on (laughs) FightfulSelect.com? It's it's wonderful. It's a wonderful time. So uh, go support us. And like I said, get those super chats in. Get your question or statement read on the air including uh, this one from Cyclops saying, I love how negative one never has a shirt or shoes on. He's ready to work at yes. all times. Yes, he is. Um, I, I, I'm i loving the trajectory of Hangman Page. Love it. And, and Hangman even referencing Brody Lee saying, you always keep an extra set of papers in your pockets. Like, like little things like that I really, really liked. Uh, Bryant Heath said, this might be the first night since early 2020 I flipped back and forth between shows. It seemed like they were on more of an even plane tonight compared to other nights, Robert. Yes, because with the swerve of Adam Cole, NXT felt like maybe this will be worth watching. And I think with no announced Omega, you know, hey, we can flip back and forth. Evan Wright said, big fan of wrestlers watching the shows back. It just makes sense, right? Like, yeah. I, I would, I'd love it anytime a wrestler's like, you know, I, I watch the show, right? Now, if it's Dolph Ziggler or something, I get it. It ain't going to be him. All he talks about is how he doesn't watch wrestling. So I understand it. Uh, 
We get Serena Deeb versus Riho. This match kicked so much ass. Uh, one thing that I learned tonight was that Riho is 98 pounds. Yep. They confirmed that. It is set. She is 98 pounds. If you, if you had any doubts, Jim Ross confirmed it tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This match ruled. I am so glad to see Riho back. Um, she has the credibility of a former champion. Serena Deeb is awesome. I can't believe WWE saw her hanging around the PC and at no point said, you know what? You should wrestle. Every single thing she does looks like she's trying to win. She sells like crazy. Uh, and I, I mean, I ain't going to say that Riho had ring rush. She's been wrestling nonstop, but I definitely think that it, it felt like Serena was leading in this match, so to speak. And I thought it was a fantastic match. I loved Riho, uh, Riho's performance as well. Uh, Alex, I was, I was all for this and they, they put it in, in a spot that wasn't the, the nine thirty death slot. This match, the, the Layla Hirsch Thunder Rosa match, that's the kind of stuff you want to see on AEW TV to let everybody know, oh, damn, they got a really good division. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. Um, I was watching two things and doing other stuff, trying to uh, get my kid to bed. I was behind, so I heard all the furor over this match before I got to it. And I watched it, and I was like, really? Because I, I mean, it's like, it was, it was good. Don't get me wrong, it was good. But it was like, this is the greatest women's match in the history of AEW. Like, well, I, I don't, it very, very well be. But I, I don't, I don't have it above Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Um, but, but I, I thought it was fine. I really liked the, the end, the, 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 all the trading back and forth at the end. Riho isn't for me. Like, I'm just, I'm never going to be in a Riho. She wears doilies on her wrist. I'm just, it's never going to be my deal. And as far as like, I was wondering, is it because I feel like she's too small? At 98 pounds? Like, no. Sasha Banks might be my favorite women's wrestler ever, and she's tiny. So it's not that. I don't know what it is about. It's not the Japanese thing, because I think Shida is amazing. It's because Mako Satomura is, like, one of the greatest things I've ever seen. So it's not that. It's just Riho is just not for me, and I'm totally fine with that. And we we can move on. But I I thought Serena Deeb did an amazing job as well. I think um, it's a cool thing to see Rio, the first ever um, AW Women's Champion, versus Thunder Rosa, who should be soon, because she's amazing. <laughs> um, so I, I love that that's, uh, that's a thing as well. And I, I think I think Rio ends up beating her. I, I think she probably does too. Um, uh, but I like that, that there's an option there, that either one of those women in that match next week could win the whole damn tournament. Yeah. That's cool. Nerd Drew says, remember, I'm, oh, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, do you remember when WDBF was like, yeah, light heavyweights. Taka Michinoku and Taka's good, like Taka's great, but it doesn't click. That's Riho. It doesn't oh, th- click for some reason. This is it's it's like the standard we're introducing a title thing. Like it used to be like uh Ring of Honor with their women's title. They're like, oh, we're we're gonna put it on Sumi Sakai. There's always the Japanese star that they go with, and some click a lot better. Taka Michinoku was fantastic in the ring, but they struggled to bring out his personality. Sumi Sakai for what Ring of Honor did. Well, she was awesome and she paid off dividends for them because they got her training people now. Yeah. Riho, I don't think, is what they wanted her to be. I think Hikaru Shida probably should have been in that spot to begin with if they wanted it to be a foreign talent that that really established their foothold globally, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And also, I mean, they 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 have they had something there. 
I mean, they probably still do with other women as well, but Maki Ito is just sitting there at, at this mm. amazing personality and so f- charismatic and fun to watch. And she goes out in the first round and, and I know and you. She, she, she follows me on Twitter now. I'm just saying. <laughs> she follows me on Twitter. We're doing an interview. No big deal. No big deal. But I'm just, just saying they had that opportunity to make that into a, a cross-culture, crossover star. And for whatever reason... Maybe it's like uh, bookings that she has that she can't get away from, whatever. She's not moving on in the tournament. And that's a shame because absolutely the, the most charismatic thing I've seen in a, in a long time. Uh, Nerguru says, unfortunately, uh, they only show one women's match. Uh, they'll get there. Then I think it'll be sooner than later. Next week, they got two. There you go. John. So it is sooner than later. John Doe says, loving this women's tournament. I am too. I really am. Brian B. Jam says, I think Serena is my new favorite female wrestler. She's so goddamn smooth in her transition and wrestles so smart, has a great move set. I can't believe she didn't wrestle for years. It's it's mind-boggling to me that she didn't wrestle for years. Um, up next, we got Orange Cassidy against Luther. This match was exactly what it should have been. Luther murdered him with a power ball. I loved it. This was short. It was sweet. It popped Jeremy Lambert and Joe Hulbert. It did exactly what it was designed to do. Uh, Serpentico got a spot in, and even better than that. What a spot. That was the second most brutal finish I saw all night. Thank you, Zoe Clark. So so I love Chuck Taylor's gut wrench pile driver. Oh boy! It's, Especially on a guy with a Serpentico who just looks like it just full, just completely accordions him. It's great. So I've always said that there are few people that wrestle more aggressively than Chuck Taylor. Like you know he's safe, but he looks like he's really trying to fuck you up, like real, real bad. And he'll like grimace and like look back, but you also know he's the funniest guy in wrestling. So it's very conflicting. Orange Cassidy gets the win. This was a blast. Yeah. Short, sweet, to the point, perfect. Uh, <laughs> the Young Bucks defeated Santana and Ortiz. Now, before this, we got an inner circle promo, and you got Chris Jericho really asserting his dominance mm-hmm. over MJF. And it also, got to give credit where it's due, even though I, this isn't a political podcast. I'll just say that. I'm not a political guy. Chris Jericho has gotten himself in better shape. He has uh, very clearly worked since the NBA Twitter yes. debacle yes. to get himself in better shape. Yes. And that's that's Jericho. I mean, that's just the kind of guy he is. If say, he sees a criticism like that, he's going to be like, oh, yeah, and he's going to try to shove it up somebody's ass. But uh, what do you think of this promo? Uh, well, I, I like the, the, the thing about the Sammy, like – um uh and mjf like trying like uh, why would i do that I, of course i wouldn't do that i would never do that and and jericho saying you know what you did we all saw what you did you've been doing been trying to get sammy's goat for weeks now stop it okay that being said this is mostly sammy's fault and mjf going damn right it is and jericho <laughs> going shut up that was just so good it was like it was like a dad policing a fight between two brothers Yes. Knowing that one, that both of them are to blame, but one of them is more to blame than the other one. And the one that's less to blame doesn't get to talk shit to the one that's most to blame in front of the dad. That's not going to happen. I thought that was really, really well done. This was this was perfectly well done, especially to, to like 
you know, uh, give us a little bit more uh, rope on that whole Sammy Guevara thing. Like, supposed to be an impact, not an impact. So until that, whenever that thing might happen, you got to keep talking about him, making sure he's fresh in our memory so that when that does happen, it's a, it's a thing that has been built to. Well, the tag match, I thought, was fantastic yeah, until was. the finish. Until Me the finish. Too. It was an almost perfect match until the finish. And I get it. You don't want to kick out of the street sweeper. You don't want to make that move look like it didn't pin you. But when your brother isn't there to yep. break up the pin, like, I mean, just be there a little sooner. You had to hear the giant crash in the ring. Yeah, you had to. Had to hear it. And the the errors for these two guys, there's probably going to be one time a year we're sitting here saying, well, Matt, Nick Jackson, they messed up. Like, that was uh, that was about the, the only time I can remember on AEW Dynamite, just that. But it, it did take away from the match for me, big time. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the missed, uh, breakup spot did for me as well. Uh, but also I, I, I watch enough WWE. I don't need to see, you know, a guy, you know, taunting the, the, the crowd from the apron gets in and immediately rolled up in a small package for the pin when yeah. that, that person or that team has been dominant at the, near the end of the match. Like it's a, it's a, it's, I don't, I hate matches that end via oopsie daisy. I just do. I just can't, I, I want to see, I mean, it can happen occasionally, but it just, I see it too often. So that when that it feels like it's been done all the time, the match was amazing. Great. Um, and I, and I, and I, it, when or, uh, Centennial Ortiz talk about how they haven't had a tag title shot in 18 months, like you go, well, that's, that can't be right. And yet it is. And yet. Well, now we got to have more of those, gentlemen. You you proved that you deserve all of the tag title shots and a good long tag title reign. Yes, like these. This thing about is that that there's an as as there is an NXT with women's division, there is an embarrassment of riches in the tag division in AEW, and there are a lot of great tag teams that 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 need a a, a title run and a good long one as well. So we got to figure out ways of like having a title match for the for the tag titles every week, an open challenge or something. Like make have it change hands often because all of these teams are so good. I would not mind seeing the Young Bucks lose to Santana Ortiz, who lose to MJF and Jericho, who lose it to Gallows and Anderson or whatever. Like you could do it like four or five and, tag cha- child challenges in three months. And all due respect to the ingredients involved in the main event, I don't need to see a six man tag every single week. I don't need to see that main event in the show every week. You can put a TNT title main event in. You can put a women's title match main event. You can put a a tag team. Like, that's the thing. You want to establish those. That's why you have Darby Allen sitting right next to Kenny Omega on the rankings. Is because of that. Because they're supposed to be even in that regard. Robert, did you see the Kenny Omega segment that aired before this? I did not. He visited a bunch of children and were reading them a story from the Young Bucks book. And one kid looked at the cover and said, are they in love? (laughs) And Kenny said, well, they are brothers. I am sure they love each other very, very much. That's good. That that popped me. It was amazing. Um, 
I thought Kenny was going to hit a one-winged angel on a kid, Alex. <laughs> and I'm a little bit disappointed that it didn't happen. It's just, it, I mean, listen, I'm I watching it going like, God, I would have, this segment is just so, just crazy. And I, and I, and I, and I really did enjoy it until I was like, like, why are the only the kids wearing masks? Can't you pull one on Don Callis? Yes. Like, it was just a weird thing in this day and age. Like all the kids are sitting there, well behaved, you know, be it being good and not, not the wrestlers I, I would have loved it if like a kid got smart with him and he said i will fight a child i've done it before <laughs> like play off of that <laughs> play off of that come on uh this was fun and they beat up nakazawa which is i, I will is fight great. you right here and now and Meltzer will give it four and a half stars <laughs> that would be great so after this match uh, the, the Young Bucks match, they're getting beat down by everybody yeah. uh, in the inner circle. Kenny Omega's backstage. John Callis doesn't want him to go out and help. He sends the Good Brothers out there who are like leisurely strolling to the <laughs> ring. They are brothering themselves softly <laughs> on the way to the ring. Um, and then they get there and they're like, ah, okay. I love, I thought this added an awful lot. Just. This is this is a good approach, and I'm yeah. really digging it. I, I thought that Santana and Ortiz stood a good chance of winning this match, though, to further the inner circle stuff. I thought we were heading to Revolution, and it was going to be Bucks versus Good Brothers mm-hmm. and the LAX team against Jericho and MJF. Yeah, it's almost... I think Jericho and MJF are great, but when the tag team scene is that deep that there's another makeshift team in there when the inner circle already has a team and they showed tonight that they're very good. Yes. Why, why do that when you can do so much else with Chris Jericho? Ryan B. Jam says surprise Marvez is the best interviewer. Him popping up in the classroom was amazing. I didn't think they could find a good use for Marvez and he's been incredible. He has been incredible. B Ninja 20 or 210 says, been a Serena fan since her shimmer and OVW days, real pure talent and deserves more than what WWE has slept on for years. That's the truth. Uh, she has proven her worth in that regard, just just so much. Uh, we saw FTR against the Seidel brothers. Nevin Wright said the Seidel brothers sold me tonight. Give me them versus top plot fight, acclaim private party. Use them to put those teams over. They ruled tonight. How'd you think of that? This is a big deal for Mike Seidel. Yeah, no, I, I when they announced this match last week, I saw the, the, the little graphics card come up and said Matt Seidel and Mike Seidel, and I felt like Homer Simpson looking at a map of the United States. There's a new Mexico? <laughs> like, I, I had no idea there was a Mike Seidel. But Shout I, out to the time when <laughs> I tried to convince my wife that the Miz had a twin brother named Mark, and I, I edited Miz's wikipedia to say that he had a twin brother named mark mizanin <laughs> she did not buy it but i did try <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i thought you were gonna say he had a twin brother named the Moz. i thought that would be good <laughs> uh, missing the Moz. but i i uh i i thought this this was this was fun uh the side the side are a, a lot of fun uh, it's 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 cool to see them working together uh, you know uh, there's 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 always room for more brother acts sir why not yeah, uh, FTR get the win. Of course, uh, they're 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 great, um, and I also love that they that they're finding people they want to work with. Like it's like let's let's do it. Let's have a good match because that's what we like to do. That's always good. I love that. 
Guys, reminder, get your super chats in. Get your question or statement read on the air, and it supports us an awful lot. Uh, the Brandy Rhodes Cody segment, and then we also had a Jade Cargill uh, Shaq video. What'd you think, Alex? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, didn't didn't I'm I'm kind of I mean, we listen. I'm I'm guilty. We have we had a gender reveal. It was it was silly string. It was like pink and and, and blue silly string. And surprise, it was the pink. But that's fine. Um, didn't we burn down a whole like state where the where the forest with with one of those and like the pyro the pyro the pyro general reveal was like I feel like unnecessary. Um, uh, and I think a guy got hit with a cannon last week at, at one of those things. Um, good 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 for Cody and Brandy. Uh, I'm I'm glad that they uh, th- that's nice. Um, it, it, the slow motion Shaq watching Jade Cargill hit, hit free throws and he looks to the camera and nods slowly. And <laughs> I was like, the, I don't know if they know what comedy this is, but it is damn fine yes. comedy. Oh, Jesus Christ. So um, perhaps one of the, the biggest shocks of the evening, definitely not perhaps, it was one of the biggest shocks of the evening. Sting comes out without Darby Allen to confront Team Taz. And Taz is like, hey, you always carry that bat around. What's going to happen when you don't have it? As we found out, Alex, what's going to happen is he gets the shit kicked out of him. And that's exactly what should happen. Well, of course. He's 60. But I don't think any of us expected him to take a Brian Cage power bump. Not just that. The, the the SmackDown versus Raw. I'm gonna put the joint out on your back, power bomb, with the custom the motion on it. <laughs> Man, stinger! Like I, I'm fine with like a a a bump. That bump. <laughs> that's that's. Uh, I mean, like we we watched that man's like entire world crumble when he took that buckle bomb. And and he I, took I a safer move. The <laughs> buckle bomb. I don't care what anybody says. The yes. buckle bomb. I've taken it. It's way safer than a regular power bomb. And I got stenosis too. <laughs> so I would much rather take a buck, yeah. buckle bomb because yeah. oh my god. Patrick Cooper said so. Sting took a bump that scared me a little. You're telling me, Alex. Before we went on the air, I was talking to old Bobo D. Felice. And I was in the crowd in Toronto when Edge is standing in the ring across from Elias. And I'm like, well, okay, so he's going to scare him and run out. When he hit that spear, everybody looked at each other. Like, the reaction doesn't come through on TV because everybody's looking at each other. Like, did we just see him do this because you know what it means type of yeah, thing? Yeah. That's how I felt. John Doe said, love that, that Sting spot care, or scared me, but I loved it. Well, thankfully, Sting's not a John Doe right now. <laughs> Uh, my God, uh, nerd guru says Seth Rollins is probably a bit salty about that bump. I doubt <laughs> it. I mean, Sting got hurt and he, when you're in your mid late fifties wrestling, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. But my God, this shocked the hell out of me, but he jumped that fence. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> that. Okay. What? What, That's kind, like what that, kind of hoodlum would he be if he couldn't take a power bomb? So that was like his. Edge riding bikes with Seamus and he spills and he's like, I can still do it. I can still do it. That's what Edge yeah. always says. He's like, I fell off my bike and I, I thought, I can wrestle. 
I could wrestle. Sting hopped that fence and he goes, I can take a power bomb. I can do it. <laughs> Brian Cage, give me him. I just love that they were like, if we're going to do it, we're really going to yeah. test it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. If, if he if he can still walk, then we got a match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, no, Zach, we did not forget about the sting bump. We saved that as the co-main yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah. I was so shocked that they did this. I could not believe it. And I was very happy about it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and the thing was, I love, they have a great overhead shot of, of sting staring up at the lights, hazy eyed. And he's like, I don't remember. I, I forgot how that feels. I remember the stenosis now. <laughs> He's having flashbacks to Kevin Nash in 1999. Oh my god. Um <laughs> Joseph or Jordan Hanley says, "We Sting feeling comfortable enough to take a bump like that. Do you think we'll get to see him in some legitimate singles action?" Yeah, no. I'd say so after that. I think we're going to see a match. I mean, again, if if that if that's the kind of bump he's willing to take in that kind of a situation, then yeah, I think I think he can actually do a take take a match. Robert, what do you think? I don't know, man. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a smart idea, but wrestlers are a different kind of breed. So maybe. My dude, I covered a Mike Tyson boxing main event recently. <laughs> when I got into combat sports coverage, that was like thing of lore. Like, there's nothing like a Mike Tyson Saturday night main event. And I was like, well, that's a bummer. I'll never get to experience that. <laughs> Wrong. Two weeks, be- two weeks before it, Jimmy Van says, oh, he's going to go in there high as a kite. I said, yeah, right. Right afterwards, he goes, I was high as a kite. <laughs> I, who knows? Who knows? Evan Wright says Sting didn't turn into dust from the powerbomb. That we know of. Yeah. No, his, it was a live show. His, I'm still talking to people. His insides might be dust. Yes. Ryan B. Jam says Sting taking that powerbomb made me think about when Brian announced he was cleared. And KO powerbombed him on the ringside. So I hope Sting does what Brian did. Because Brian always sold, sells me a ticket. Like Brian hits, like falls off the apron, and he'll immediately hold his neck. Like he'll land on his knee, but he'll hold his neck, and I fall for it every single time. Valab says the only way you stop you tops Ting taking a bump is the barbed wire exploding death match. Well, let's talk about it. We had a six man tag. It was solid. I don't need six man tags all the time. Ray Phoenix is amazing. Uh, John Moxley pins Kingston. All due respect to Eddie Kingston. I love him. I loved the promo before. It was an amazing promo. But we know Eddie Kingston can cut an amazing promo, and we know that John Moxley can beat Eddie Kingston, and I don't need to see it again for a while unless that becomes the thing that Eddie Kingston is so goddamn obsessed with him that it it, it consumes him. But um, after this match, Kenny Omega comes out and attacks John Moxley, and as Rob Wilkins says, as a tape trader in the 90s, hearing Omega Moxley in an exploding barbed wire death match made me smile. Sure hope Hayabusa is watching over them. I mean, that is a name that means a lot to me. That's what great Sasuke and Hayabusa got me into Japanese wrestling, uh, and FMW tapes got me into that. I never liked the exploding (laughs) barbed wire death match outside of playing it on Fire Pro Wrestling. First, Alex... What do you think of the match, and what do you think about them doing a goddamn exploding barbed wire death match? 
okay. Uh, a couple things uh, in order. Uh, Eddie Kingston promo was fantastic. I love yes. the whole like. I've tried drinking. I've tried pills. I've tried women. The only thing that's going to break me off of you is by beating you. And I honestly, as you said, I hope that becomes a thing. That Eddie Kingston is obsessed with finally being Jock Moxley, and he won't go away. And so John Moxley, I'm not talking about now. I'm not talking about six months from now. Like a year from now, John Moxley loses it on Eddie Kingston, and we can have a double turn. And when Eddie Kingston finally beats John Moxley, it's as a babyface, and the, and the we actually have fans, and they cheer the hell out of it because that they've been rooting. They find themselves rooting for Eddie Kingston too. Ray Phoenix is one of the most dynamic, exciting wrestlers I have ever seen and i had the thought that if he oh, was man. signed to wwe he'd be on main event taking pinfall losses to jackson Riker. well like, we know just... he would because they got grand metal league exactly there. exactly like they have these people and and so i'm watching going like i i can't believe everybody is and i also watch and go he's not even being utilized to his full potential here like he's just like a guy who hangs out with 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 the former neville like he should be at the very top of aew it's... It's a lot like the Oscar thing. Now, I do not think Oscar is being booked to where she could be. Has she been booked better than a Grand Metal League? Yeah. yeah. She's won Royal Rumbles, multiple titles, tag team titles. But it's hard to use someone with that amount of talent to their talent level. Right. It's like nothing's good enough for them except for that NXT run. And then it's like, where do you go after that? It's hard mm-hmm. to do it, but they should be doing better. I think that's the same with Ray Phoenix. And I think he'll... He'll get his roses. That man is not gonna go he's, without he's it here. Too good not to. And they, they, then uh, I, Kenny Omega coming out and being like, "Hey, I uh, TK, talk to me. You st- you, you 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 slipped that uh, rematch clause into that contract. Okay, fine. You get your rematch. Exploding barbed wire death match, and the internet lost its mind. Um, and it's one of those things where like the lights out match that they had, however long ago that was. Um, they nearly killed each other and there were no exploding barbed wire <laughs> ring ropes in that one. So uh, am, am I excited for that? Yeah. Um, is Renee young? Probably not. Cause, <laughs> cause I think she wants her baby to have a father. Cause John Moxley is one of those guys who's just crazy enough to do something really, really stupid. And I can't wait to see what it is. I'm almost certain this match has not happened in the United States of America. I think, it will be a great match. It's a match that made me think maybe I ought to just take the four hour ride to Jacksonville. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a barbary death match. You're not getting many of those and you're not getting much of Sting. So, Revolution's looking good. I never want to see Eddie Kingston face any kind of pack, Lance Archer. I'm, I'm good on this whole thing with yes. these guys. Eddie Kingston needs to go in that Revolution ladder match. He needs to sure. win, and he needs to fight Darby Allen. I'd be, I would love that. I'm ready for something new. Uh, Evan Wright says if Mox does the Onita chair sit cigarette smoke entrance at Revolution before the death match, I'm going to cry genuine tears of joy. Uh, Daniel R says Lance Archer is a beast. TNT champion before 2022. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Um, I think he would make a great like. AP one man APA thing like where it's just him doing that. I mean, I know a lot of people have done that. Shane Taylor has done that. Um, there, I think in impact Hernandez is doing that, but why not? I, I actually think him and Hernandez like coming face to face over that type of thing would be kind of funny too. 
Ryan B. Jam says, this is a very good AEW show. Mox and Kenny really do have a death wish. Like, this has to be some sort of fetish for them at this point. Well, here's the thing. I'm not very excited about this for several reasons. When they've done stuff like this in the past, I I, I start out and I'm like, I'm not that excited for it. The promos sell me the ticket, and then I see the hyper-violent thing, and it's just not for me. And if it's if it's for some of you guys, that's fine. But the hyper-violent thing isn't necessarily for me. Bryant Heath says, I didn't know Kenny Omega was WWE champion. So that was the talk. Was JR slipping up and saying, WWE champion Kenny Omega. And I mean, that, he is the belt collector. That forbidden door is wide <laughs> <effing> open. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I Am Lucha says, any thoughts on who from Impact or New Japan could be an entry in the TNT ladder match? Kenta. Sure, Kenta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really, Juice Robinson, David Finley. I mean, they're in America right now. Why not them? Josh Cardenas says, give me a Maki and Dark Order storyline then. It seems like they are giving you one, um, and I would love that. I think that would be really good. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Maki Ito, I familiarize myself since I was asked to so much in the Q&A shows. Very interesting. I mean, like, not the, the top worker in the world by any stretch, but from – from a, a character standpoint, there there were little things like in her match on Monday, they they do the oh come on, I'll hit you and you hit me spot, and she gets hit and she starts crying like obnoxious. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And I love it was such a such a cool thing. It was so cool. Um, guys, please don't speculate on on the health of somebody. I'm working to find out about the, the NXT thing uh, in the chat, but let's let's hold that off for right now. I'm trying to find out some information on that. Uh, so let's let's avoid that in our live chat. Justin Lopez says I was in Baltimore for their no holds barred match and hated it. I'm afraid we're just going to get a repeat of that. That's my fear too. I didn't want, I, I don't want something like that over again. And here's the thing after this, I don't need to see them face each other anymore either. I need to see fresh blood in the title picture. Yes. Rob Reed said, I didn't know the forbidden door was open to FMW. Well, let me tell you something. There will be a lot of forbidden doors opening. Oh God. What? What, Robert? <laughs> Just, go ahead. What, Robert? Uh, I think you're going somewhere. Just go, go ahead. What was that? Where was I going? To a certain uh, plug that might be referencing Forbidden Doors being opened all night long 
courtesy of a certain. Well, listen, if you're looking for a little bit, something a little bit more solid than Sting Spy. (laughs) (laughs) What, Alex? It's about as stiff as that bump you took, huh, Sean? Just sitting here. Lots of bumps, lots of high spots. And if you want to get your high spot with your erect penis, (laughs) check out bluechew.com and that code fightful this episode is sponsored by blue chew they're making ways bringing more confidence to the bedroom you'll feel like sting up on brian cage's shoulders not a worry in the world all the trust in bluechew.com code fightful because they'll get you that fantastic erection their tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED, but it's for that confidence as well. You don't have to have a problem. It's an online prescription service, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't want to be going out anyway. Alex, how much snow you got on the ground? Oh, uh, exactly. Four feet? A lot. Four feet? Four feet. So basically, a blue chew's length, if yep. you know what I'm saying. Process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. Consult with their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription in days and it's all done online. They'll find the right ingredient for you because there is more than one. You got to figure out which one's best for you. And that's what that quiz is for. But you don't have to have that awkward conversation. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA. They prepare and ship direct. So it's cheaper than a pharmacy. No middleman there. Bluechew.com code five will get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. Take care of those 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 mailmen that are out there just just delivering so you can deliver your rock hard erection. Just five dollars shipping. That's it. But it, the, the first shipment is free. That's how you know they know you're coming back. And so will she or he. I don't know what you do with your penis. <sighs> Send your super chats in, guys. I would greatly appreciate that. NXT, big show coming off of, uh, off quite frankly, uh, NXT TakeOver that had a pretty crazy finish to it, Robert. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole just completely split the Undisputed Era. And now it seems like the group that carried NXT for the last almost four years is no more. Yeah. And really, what more can they do? They're obviously not going to dress different. So I have no problem with this whatsoever nerd guru says really loved how nxt built their women's tag division tonight of the five women's segments tonight three of them were tag team based i love to see it this that's what we'll kick off with the dusty cup presentation msk they come out they say a few words but it's the dakota and raquel show that's what this is and it should have been they're getting chants from the capital wrestling center crowd of you deserve it and they do. And they didn't try to heal the crowd, which I really appreciated, Robert. Yeah, which is... Uh, a lot of people were saying to me, oh, there's no way they can't come in and just immediately win the Dusty Cup. And they needed to, and they did. And I don't know if they win on March 3rd. It's not about them, quite frankly. It's about Dakota and Raquel, who need to win on March 3rd. Uh, Shayna and Nia showed up. This should happen all the time. It's the golden ticket. 
it, it's fantastic. I like it. The back and forth was good. I, uh, I am so sick of them wedging in Nia's hole. Yeah. Oh my good God damn. Please let it go. Um, other than that, I thought Raquel did really good on the mic, Robert. I think if you're going to force a line about the whole my whole thing, she did it very well with the, I'm going to take this boot, referring to the trophy, and shove it so far up your hole, you're not going to know it hit you. Naya, Naya sold that really well, too. Like, the, the immediate concern on her face, then her trying to, like, brush it off. But her playing up the immediate concern, I thought was good. And... For for all the jokes we make about Tamina and and Nia's face off, it felt a lot more like that here, Alex. And I, I defer to you because you wrote the article about Tamina and Nia's infamous yes. face off. Yeah, uh, to, yeah. Tamina believes that she and and Nia Jax are Hogan and Andre is delusional. Yes. Um. Uh, I yeah. I I love this. I've been looking. I've been looking forward to it. I'm I I'm really. I think it's awesome that they're doing it. The match in NXT on 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 uh, Raquel and Dakota's home turf. I I I I love NXT for doing the continuity. When when Dakota Dakota Kai was was a shy baby face, getting her arm broken by Shayna Baszler, and Dakota Kai now has an edge to her and says, "I'm not that same little girl anymore." Um, and besides, now I've got her backing me up, pointing to Raquel. Like that's great. Um, I think that's that's all really really good, um, and I also love that like you know I worked with Dusty Rhodes says Nia Jax, and he told me about I was the biggest baddest bitch in the world, and and Raquel saying Dusty God rest his soul never met me, and I'm like oh there you go yes. okay I'm in I'm in um uh, didn't like three weeks ago didn't Naomi and Lana win uh, a tag title uh, opportunity like yes didn't that, did they that, win an official. That, yeah, they did. They they won a number one contenders match to to have uh, to have that match. Um, I feel like that gets precedent. Like it's happened before the Dusty Cup thing. It's just like don't do the thing and then not actually follow through with it. That's well, bad. Th- there is precedent for this. I remember back in the day. I think it was like Edge and Christian, like in '99. Yeah. They won a top contender match. They didn't get it for like a month and a half, two months. <laughs> Bobo, you're frozen up. Let's let's see how this works. Are you here, Robert? Mm. We'll wait on Robert to uh, to come back to the chat. But I thought this was just fantastic stuff. I, I also, thought this MSK and Beth in the back eating popcorn that was I, that added so much to it, man. I love it. They're naturally good. It yeah. definitely seemed like WWE and NXT were like, "Hey guys, please gif this. Hey, yeah. please do it, yeah. do yeah. it." And we have. Lost Bobo. Oh no! But um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought that was great. I loved. I also loved MSK, who is obviously working babyface as uh, underdogs and and high flyers and super fun to watch. Um, given props to Raquel and Dakota, who were working heel like since their inception as a team. I like that. There's like this is cool. We both won this thing. That's awesome. Like it's you won the first ever. We just got here. We won ours. This is nice. I like that there was some solidarity there. Um, and also kind of like the Shayna Baszler and Nia Jack coming back to NXT. It's like, it's not the same NXT. Uh, I thought that was good too. Uh, we also, I failed to mention on the AEW thing, uh, Jurassic Express came back. They attacked yes. FTR. 
I would not do the lights on lights off gimmick for no. a team that's there every week. That's no, really that's all I true. Have to say. But also, did they ever? Did we see uh, Marco Stunt getting rescued? Because last I, I saw, so. he was he was a, he was he was handcuffed to an office chair, and I never saw what happened with with the daring daring pre dawn rescue where, <laughs> where where a jungle boy and his dinosaur broke into the FTR's compound and 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 rescued their friend. Uh, people are asking about the update on Kyle O'Reilly. Guys, I'm not going to speculate what a lot of people are speculating on Twitter. You can hop on Twitter and, and figure that out. I'm going to wait to find out some actual fucking information about it before I speculate on somebody's health. Um, sorry. I'm not going to recklessly do that. Uh, Josh Cardenas says, when does Nia get a My Whole t-shirt? What, what's it matter done. now? It's yeah. it's done. They've killed it dead. Killed it dead. Though she'll probably get one about two weeks from now. <laughs> Stellar Justin Lopez says, I really hope Raquel and Dakota get the titles. I want them on NXT to change it up. But my fear is once Vince sees Raquel, she'll be on the main roster. Yep. Yep. Uh, so it seems like they are very clearly setting up to put these titles on NXT. They 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 absolutely should. I yes. was thinking that that you could easily do that you could include not they're not going to do it obviously, but they could have included Lana and Naomi in in that match and giving a triple threat, and then you don't have to actually pin Shayna or Nia to get to get the titles onto uh, to Dakota and Raquel. But Raquel and Dakota deserve those titles, and th- this should be a featured thing. These great women going to 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 a brand every week to to defend the titles against two women. Uh, last AEW spots until the end of the AEW or the NXT review on Dark last week. Last week commentary said FTR just let Stunt go. That's weird. And Bradley Garzon says, "I'm glad TH2 got more time. I feel they're very underrated. Love them. Where do you see them? Where can they go? They can be mega stars. I don't think they can be mega stars. No. I think they'll be a mid card tag team. I don't think they'll ever capture the tag titles. And and I, don't. I think they're I think I think they're fantastic. Yes, and it's one of those things of like they're what the eighth best tag team in AEW maybe. maybe 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 and they'd be top two or three on either Raw or SmackDown. Yep. Nerd Guru says even when he's not involved, Pat McAfee rules. Yes, Pat was, McAfee has emerged from a, his. That was from, a very fun promo from his public firing, <laughs> and has said that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, said like talk trash about about fans and all that and said I, I told you guys all about adam cole i i like that because pat mcafee is obviously still a heel but he was like but see i knew that adam was a scumbag all along i was right so he's he's shit talking not only the fans but also another heel which should happen yes it should uh we're still waiting on robert to pop back up but we're gonna go ahead and cover this show that's fine uh, Santos Escobar is not there. This was reported by PW Insider a little bit before the show that this match wouldn't be happening. But Regal says it's going to happen next week or you're getting stripped of the the title. And we see the Karrion Cross promo backstage. In in this day and age, if something like this happens, I'm just like, well, that, it sucks, but okay. Right. Yeah, it's just the way that works and, and they'll do it. I, I like the 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 impetus there, like show up next week. Or you're getting stripped, um, which is interesting too, because um, that may be a really good way to get Santos out of there. Like he's he's a main roster ready guy right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it might be like he gets stripped of it and says bye bye. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't know. I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but that may be an interesting way of doing it. 
JJ Lee says, I liked both winners' names being on the Dusty Cup. Me yes. too. I liked MSK being respectful to Raquel and Dakota for multiple reasons. One, yes. they're badass. But two, like, like, so what? Two are baby faces, two are heels. They can coexist without being jerks. Mm-hmm. And well, what if MSK act like shitheads to Raquel and Dakota? It's just going to make them look worse. Yep. So uh, the way took on Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon working really well as a team. Again, you've got the way established already as a team. Shotzi and Ember beat them. But you have Johnny leaving to go find Austin Theory. Distraction win. I don't think you needed a distraction to beat no. Indy Hartwell. No, you didn't. But, um, um, yeah. It, the, 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 that wasn't really a distraction win as much as it was a... Uh, uh, uh he, hey here's austin theory and uh he he was he was apparently nude where he was where he was kidnapped and found some old clothes including a fanny pack and here he is robert what'd you think of this uh the way got beat by shotzi and ember yeah they did i agree that you did not need a distraction to beat indy but i also enjoy that Indy didn't seem to mind. She was just happy that the family was reunited. Yeah. While Wade Barrett shouted, why is he in his underwear? Is anybody <laughs> going to answer why he's in his underwear? He's no, great, he's- isn't he? He's so good. Wade Barrett deserves this spot at the commentary booth. Now, NWA has produced an awful lot of people in spots that, I mean, that are now start- on the Wednesday Night War. <laughs> Yes, uh, Barrett doing commentary. It's proven pretty fruitful. Um, I, I'm all for this. I, I love the matching gear of the way as well. Yeah. Really, really like that. Leon Ruff and Isaiah Scott. At this point, I think we can stop doing the Leon Ruff pin somebody, and he's like, huh? I won? I'm, evidently, he's just good, Robert. Yeah, I, I don't like... He got the jobber entrance. He didn't get an entrance. That it's, was... it's not the jobber entrance anymore, though. Like they've been doing that since the brand split. Yeah, I, I guess in this case it was a red herring. Uh-huh. Uh, Isaiah needs. to Was win. it symbolic? It's Perhaps. Symbol. You know, we we've got a lot of people across both shows that need to win, and they're not, and that is a problem. And Swerve Scott is maybe. Uh, high up on that list because he's a guy who in Evolve, Swerve Strickland, top level guy. He could be a main roster guy. And right now he feels low on the NXT 205 live totem pole. And that doesn't seem right. It's a very Baron Corbin thing for them to do to Swerve Strickland for him to be the guy that's like, "Eh, I'm not taking it that seriously. And then as soon as he gets pinned, well, now I'm going to beat you up. I I think that that Leon Ruff is is the exact kind of babyface to have a, a good long feud with Isaiah that Isaiah I think can ultimately win, but that that basically declaring war on Leon Ruff because Leon Ruff got a joke title shot that he somehow wound up winning against Johnny Gargano and Swerve Scott hates him for that. Well, this is definitely like a of course you realize this means war type of moment. I don't mind that so much. I mind that that was. Three months ago. Why are yeah. you mad about it now? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Not bad. Ryan B. Jam says, Dream NXT Chamber match done. Cross Escobar 
O'Reilly, Cole, Walter, winner faces Balor at Mania. I think Hunter made it very clear. No NXT Chamber matches. That's a main roster gimmick. But that does sound like a very fun Elimination Chamber. It does seem like NXT is like, oh, we're we're just restarting. Like from like a couple decades ago. And then we'll we'll sporadically add some matches in there. Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter defeated Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. This was short. I did not think it was great. Um, Jesse Kamea still got some work to like timing stuff, which that that'll come. That's why she's there. But of course, afterwards we see the Zia Lee Boa stuff. Um, I think Zaya says she's going to purge her next week. Yes. Yes. That's what they said on the WWE Twitter. I, hmm. that, that's a saying. I, first of all, how is Aaliyah not had a shot at the main roster? What have they done with the Robert Stone brand? Uh, Chelsea Green won a match and then proceeded not to wrestle again for a little while. Uh, Mercedes Martinez just bailed. They got Jesse now, which is good, but this kind of seems like the joke group of NXT, and that's not what any group should aspire to be. As far as Casey Catanzaro, she sounds like she needs a show on the Disney Channel. Am I wrong? What do she's dude, this isn't you. What are you doing? I'm like, mm-hmm. it seems very basic and bland dialogue. Zaya is going to hurt her, and that's great. And <laughs> it is. I just, I just, I just love the idea. Like, next week I will purge you. And Casey's like, well, you know, I do like to live dangerously, so let's, let's go for it. It'll be fun. Ah. Oh, my God. So um, backstage, Kushida is getting wrapped up. And as he's in the trainer's room, you see Malcolm Bivens drop a newspaper. It was amazing. Tonight was the best Malcolm Bivens performance yep. in the two plus years he's been signed. Yep. They let him do things and all of it was good. He cut a very WWE promo that he was good at. And then Kushida and Tyler Rust have a kick ass chain wrestling match. And Malcolm Bivens submits so his guy doesn't have to. So Tyler Russ put up a good fight. He was going to lose. He doesn't tap out. It keeps Tyler Russ looking okay. It makes Malcolm Bivens look smart. I loved everything about this, Robert. First, first of all, Malcolm Bivens, Stokely Hathaway, whatever, whatever it was a Courtney something. He had another name in there. Courtney Moore. He, he is officially forever etched in the history of WWE because that gif, will live on forever because it was perfect. Camera work was brilliant with that newspaper. Not like the promo, very old school, very, you know, 1980s WF, Bobby Heenan, Rick Rude kind of. This was good. This is good utilization of managers. They set up something with Kushida and Bronson Reed. I would not mind Bronson Reed with Malcolm Bivens. I think that's a good fit. Let's go there. And I think... Bronson Reed, North American champion, is the way to go. I want to see more of uh, Malcolm Bivens recruiting people, and like maybe maybe the thing that he did afterwards it attracts more people to him. Like sometimes I don't know what's best for me. Maybe you do type of thing. I thought he knocked it out of the park, and you got Kashida and Tyler Russ. You're, you're heating Kashida right back up. You've got Bivens looking like uh, an opportunist. 
I think this was just really incredible, awesome stuff. The use of Malcolm Bivens that that they should have been doing for a very long time. Instead of sticking in with Indu Share and <laughs> and Daba Kato and all these people that that don't have the in-ring but are missing the, the promo, they put him in there with somebody that is missing everything. This is a better use of him. I'm so very happy to see this. Managers are an underutilized art form. He is one of the best still going, and this can only get better from here. Well, speaking of only getting better from here, Cameron Grimes wrecked his car, and it was very funny. This shit is... I'm really loving this. God, this is just gold. Yeah. This is brilliant. And if for whatever reason, whatever happens, reverses in the actual market, they can always have Grimes just go back to being Grimes. It'll be like, ah, played that market. And he's solid now. And this is great. He Now he needs to start buying wins and buying backup. When that starts happening, he'll have even more of a character. This is just so much fun. Just so much fun. That music video... That music video is one of the best things NXT has ever done. It's yes. so, so good. Yes. Uh, like, I just think about it. I just think about them, like, assigning that to Josiah Wood. <laughs> like, hey, Josiah, um, we're, we're going to need something a little out of the box. It's it's also kind of amazing, like, because WWE is, is as notorious for turning around on actual things that are happening in the real world way too late. They did that, like, perfect like it was exactly the when he came back it was the exact right time so they they figured out what the gimmick was going to be they got they got in the wardrobe they got they wrote the promo for him they had recorded this freaking music video like it was all perfect perfect timing for that um kudos to all of them. now they still have a relationship with full sale and they do have interns and stuff like that yep. my hope is that they're just surrounded by enough young minds that are so on the pulse that they just knew go with yes. it go with it now Zoe Stark, holy crap. God damn. So I got a little, little tipsy a few months before she was signed. They were like, hey, follow her, reach out. Unfortunately, didn't get the timing to do the interview because she was already, the wheels were in motion by then. But somebody was like, watch. And I like see her doing springboard 450s and all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, uh, she did a pretty sick, uh, like modified GTS tonight. Mm. Holy crap, Bobo. Let's Triple H said he was rebuilding the division. And I think this has been a plan for a while. Let's just go with this one. Cause this is, is really good. And it almost seems like you can't miss what a finish. What this was perfect. Like that. That finisher is like nothing. It looks she lifts that knee so high when she connects with the face of her victim. My God, I'm I'm so into seeing what they do with her. Like you, you could absolutely say, okay, well, no, she's she's near the top of the division now. I mean, she's obviously got got the in ring for it. I don't know what she, what she's like on the mic, but if she said, put her with Bivens or yeah, Stones, exactly. Oh my good, she, he's she. She has it. She looks. She looks great. I mean, I'm. I'm into it. Like the 
the embarrassment of riches just got wealthier in the NXT Women's Division. Guys, please leave a thumbs up. Please donate a super chat like uh, B Ninja Two Ten said or did. He said saw Zoe Stark in person for Mission Pro Wrestling and BOW Wrestling in Texas. She is the truth. Yeah, y'all got to be watching those Mission Pro Wrestling shows. Like there are weeks I won't watch Two Hundred Five Live, but I'm going to watch Mission Pro Wrestling because I know I'm going to see half the people there on AEW Dark pretty soon. Like that is a a Thunder Rosa project, and she is knocking it out of the park uh, right there. Uh, Zach Connor said, starting to feel like Alex with Ember Moon, where I asked myself, where does Karrion Cross fit into all this when it comes to the NXT title picture? And uh, Ryan Martin says, Colin O'Reilly is about to be really good on a personal level. Also, Zoe Stark is going to be a star. I mean, they're, they're comparing her to Shakira, and she's knocking people's faces off. Uh, Nerd Guru says, Zoe Stark now and soon, Taya. I mean, just wow. I don't know where... Ty is going to end up. I don't know if she's going to end up. She should probably just go to Raw. She probably yeah. yeah. She she doesn't need to learn where the cameras are, so to speak. <laughs> she was doing that about five or six years ago, um, and she is a television star. Zoe Stark is going to get there, but in, incredible uh, performance, incredible showing. I, I don't think it could have been much better. It was short and sweet and dominant, and that's what you need when you establish these people, Robert. Right, and NXT does old-school wrestling, right? And this is one of those elements that is lost on the main roster and just pretty much gone forever, and it is fit so perfectly here on NXT. LA Knight, he is an effortless promo. He is really good at talking. Um, I've covered... Well, up until about a year and a half ago, I covered every episode of Impact Wrestling for like five or six years. So I got to see it to the point to where I drove my wife pretty, pretty annoyed by saying dummy. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. And when he went to Mexico, he went Tonto. See, which (laughs) I thought was amazing. Um He is he is effortlessly charismatic. Yeah. Like he really just exudes it. Uh in the ring, he innovates. He tries to do things a little bit differently, which most people don't expect out of guys like him or EC3 or other people. And they get that rap of, oh, they can just talk. Well, no, actually they can wrestle too. What'd you think about this, Robert? Good for what it was. I am a little worried about. How long can you keep him in NXT? Is his plan just NXT? And eventually he gets the Chris Hero role. We saw what EC3 did in NXT. They tried to call him up too quickly and then just didn't have anything. It would be a tragedy for LA Knight to be in 24-7 hell. I don't want that. But he's too good on the mic to not be on Raw or SmackDown within the next year. It seems... I don't know where he fits in yet. EC3. It's one of the best promos out there. They gave him a mute gimmick on the main roster. Like, I mean, uh, Eli Drake should, the former Eli Drake, now LA Knight. I'm never going to get those LA Knight. LA Knight is LA Knight is like a fake hockey team 
in like a movie where they don't have the rights to actually use the real. Oh license. yeah, it is. It is for sure the name of a team like on an NES unlicensed <laughs> yeah. hockey game. I, I think the LA Knights were one of the teams that the Miami Sharks played in any given <laughs> Sunday. Um, uh, so like that's a, that's not a good name. Maybe figure out what the hell that is. But anyway, he should stick around in, in NXT as long as they'll have him because I I have no faith they know what to do with a guy who's that good a promo, but. I don't really know what we got for you, kid. Like, uh, uh. Well, we got the main event of the night. Six-man tag team match. Adam Cole uh, screws it up. Uh, now, at the beginning of the show, we had Kyle O'Reilly come out, and he's like, man, I'm really bummed. Don't know what's going on. I want Adam Cole to come out here. Instead, Roderick Strong does, and he tries to explain it away. And uh, O'Reilly's not having it. Balor's like, "Well, you better get in line." I mean, you knew what you knew what line was coming up, so of course they're going to say it. Then the heels come out and attack. It sets up the six man later. Good match as usual. You know it's going to be a good match. Um, I don't like the formula on Wednesday nights where we get the six man tag. It seems like it. It's probably only happened like four times between the two, but it feels like it's every week. Because to me, in my head, it's like one week, it's one. One week, it's the other. And then another week, it's both. Uh, Adam Cole beats up Kyle O'Reilly, and the Kings of NXT end up getting that pin. Uh, Robert, what'd you think? First of all, I still do not know why Oni, Danny, and Pete are just hanging around. They just They just are... It seems like they need somebody to have these matches in this main event scene that, while stacked, seems very empty, very hollow. It doesn't seem like Pete had his match. He's not going to suddenly win on NXT or something. They tried to maybe get Roddy in there. I'd be okay with the Undisputed Era having a match together for the title. I think smart money is to do Adam Finn at WrestleMania, it's a great way to showcase the NXT brand with two guys who've been on the main roster, pay-per-views. I think this Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole thing could be great. We know they can go. They had to bring about a title match in the Tokyo Dome. But Finn Balor right now just feels like he's he's the guy with the belt. And he should mean more because he is a bigger star than the rest of them, but he just feels like he's there. And he almost has gotten more WWE in the arena of NXT than he did on the main roster. Um, Somebody asked, where does Karrion Cross fit into all this? I don't know. I think it's smart to zone in on Cole when you know you're going to WrestleMania, if that is the plan. Even if you're going to WrestleMania season, I think Adam Cole is reliable, I didn't love this, not because I didn't like the match, just because I need something new. And I think as soon as we get away from the Kings of NXT, this will get better because it will feel fresh. Yeah, there, there's a they didn't really get their big time shield triple threat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. NXT's version of that is O'Reilly versus Strong versus Cole. Yeah, Bobby Fish is there too, but yeah, 
like this right now, what that, that feels like with Roddy Strong in the middle, not really knowing what the heck's going on, and Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole hating each other, I think is a really fun triple threat. And if you want to do it like those three guys and Finn for the title, I wouldn't mind seeing that Fatal 4-Way as well. So uh, we got a couple super chats. Nerd Drew says inject, inject uh, Balor versus Cole versus Dunn at Mania into my veins. I'm sure it'd be a great match, but when I look at it, I'm like, okay, I would love to see a fresh person. A fresh person. Brian, he says Adam Cole deserves to be healed for life. I mean, I think he can be over as a, as a baby face too. A uh, big baby face. Somebody uh, didn't send a super chat, but they said, well, when's the last time that that NXT did a six-man tag. I mean, okay, so maybe not six-man tag specifically, but a a few weeks ago they did the non-title tag main event. I wouldn't have done that, and I would not have done this surrounding immediately the the Dusty Classic main eventing so many shows. I would have had a singles match in the middle there, and I would have had a singles match here uh, to kind of change things up to uh, switch it up. Uh, leave a thumbs up, guys. Please uh, just subscribe. We've got the interview with Dan Housen dropping tomorrow. Make sure you guys check that out. But Robert, tell the people what you're up to. You can follow me on Twitter at DudeFelice. I'm up to every day on Fightful.com, doing the news, doing uh, pay-per-view coverage this weekend for Elimination Chamber. There's a blood sport on Saturday. There's a progress show on Saturday. So all that will be over on Fightful, so just keep clicking around and keep supporting. Alex, tell the people what you're up to. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps, and I host Sour Graps twice a week. Uh, Tuesdays, I talk about uh, Raw. Uh, last night, we celebrated Mardi Gras on the show. Uh, every Tuesday is Fat Tuesday on Sour Graps. And then uh, on Saturdays, I, I cover SmackDown, which is uh, usually uh, more of a lighthearted affair because SmackDown doesn't make me want to tear my hair out while watching it like Raw does. Guys, thank you all so much. Had to listen to your boy today. Make sure you check it out. We had our predictions for Elimination Chamber yesterday, and we've got the Elimination Chamber post show We've got Malcolm joining us on Sunday. I think you guys are really going to like him. He is at Malcolm Muscle on Twitter. Go check him out. Until next time, guys, we're out. Actually, Bam says, who should be in the title picture who's fresh? I don't know. Build somebody, my dude. (laughs) That's the point. Build somebody. That way, they're fresh. Anybody. Cameron Grimes, buy your way in. Until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.